Well, hello, my friends. It's Matt Prince here, the five-dimensional strength coach. Welcome back for another episode of the Matt Prince podcast. Today's topic is this, my trip to Peru. All right, so it's been a while. It's been like two weeks since I've spoken to you guys uh, on the podcast. It's been uh, about that long that I've uh, been off the the social medias as well. Uh, I don't know if anyone realized, <laughs> but... I haven't been on social media for a couple of weeks. I went to Peru about three or four days in. I realized I was uh, getting in my downtime. I was just checking Instagram and mindlessly scrolling. And I was like, fuck this. I am going to delete you, Instagram. And I'm going to uh, not focus about, you know, not worry about anything else apart from what I was doing. I kept uh, Messenger on the Facebooks so I could keep in contact with Tal and a few other people that... that, uh, I wanted to and needed to talk to, um, but yeah, no Instagram, no Facebook, no podcasting, no no reading marketing stuff. Uh, for a majority of it, I got business and marketing stuff. So I love reading that shit. So if, if by the end of it, I think it was um, I don't know, maybe two or three days to go. I started an audio book on one of the long bus rides, and um, it was a finance based one. So I got back into it a little bit, but. Most of the time, it was reading uh, my latest Orphan X book, which I finished. It's fucking tremendous, and um, and just just enjoying the holiday, like being on actual holidays, trying to trying to create space and recover and enjoy what I was seeing. So I wanted to to talk a bit about today, just a few things about like Peru and traveling and just this that sort of stuff in general. Nothing crazy, nothing uh, over the top. I'll, I'll finish with some questions for you guys so you can take something away from this and um, and still grow out of this. It's not about, it's, this isn't a pointless podcast, but I've had a lot of people ask me about Peru. Like, Peru's a weird place to go by itself, right? For two weeks, choosing, choosing Peru and going to Peru. Like, a lot of people go, like, Peru? Like, where the fuck are you going to Peru? Why aren't you going to, like, Bali or Thailand or Vietnam or something like, it's just different, right? Now, the reason I wanted to go to Peru, I've wanted to go to Peru and do the Inca Trail for oh, maybe eight or nine years. Right? I put it on this like must-do list that I had, and uh, Tal booked it for me for Christmas. And long story short, we're going to do it together. It was going to be our last trip before we settled down and had babies. And um, uh, she's pregnant, so she couldn't come because of different the viruses over there, like Zika virus, uh, malaria. Um, You've got those things. You got the altitude is no good. She's got some stuff like with a with a uh, ulcerative colitis that if she was to to eat something wrong, she could go into a huge flare. There's just too many variables that were risky, so couldn't come. So a mate of mine came, Wiki, and uh, we had a ball. We, we fucking loved it. But I've always wanted to do the Inca Trail, right? And why why the Inca Trail? The Inca Trail is a trail that was built over 500 years ago, and it leads into a place called Machu Picchu. And a fun fact about Machu Picchu for you people that uh, have maybe been there or have heard of it, it's 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 basically this big like mountain that's had uh, all these Inca ruins built on it, and the Incas were a, a civilization of people, and they built these ruins on it. Super cool, and. Uh, the uh, the funny fact with Machu Picchu is if you say Machu Picchu, that means old mountain. That's what it translates in uh, Quechuan, I believe the language is. And that's the original, like I suppose, Peruvian language is Quechuan. Um, and don't quote me as David Attenborough with this. If it's wrong, like I'm sorry, but pretty sure that's right. And uh, they yeah, Machu Picchu is, means translates to old mountain. Okay, now if you say Machu Picchu as in like Pichu, like Pichu, like Pikachu type Pichu, that translates to old dick, 
right? It was fucking hilarious. I didn't realize it. But the, the way they pronounce Pichu, like it's spelt P-I-C-C-H-U. If you pronounce it with a T in there, it means mountain. If you pronounce it without the T in there, it means dick. So like some people, like locals laugh at guys like me who say Machu Picchu and, uh, and, and say it wrong instead of Machu Picchu. Uh, and then people giggle and say, I'm saying old dick and show me where the old dick is and all that sort of stuff. So that's quite a funny thing. Anyway, the Inca Trail, it's like this four-day hike. And essentially, when you fly into Tucusco, which is the main city that you'd fly into for the Inca Trail, it's at 3,300 or 3,200-ish um, elevation. So it's pretty fucking high, right? I didn't realize this. I, I knew it was high, but like I didn't think too much of it. I thought, hey, sweet, I'll be all right. I thought when I get to the 4,200 and the uh, Inca Trail hike, like that's where I'll start to feel it. But day one, we get out of uh, out of the plane, we're walking around, and I start to feel a bit out of breath walking up these hills. I'm like, fuck, this is hard. I'm like out of shape. This, this altitude's fucked. Anyway, it was okay. wasn't too bad. Dealt with it caught up with a guy there's a, a mate of a friend of a friend and he's a fucking legend so I'd call him I'd class him as a friend I think he's a fucking awesome dude I caught up with him over there and um, had beer like a beer with him and his friends um, who he was over there with he just happened to be crossing over in Cusco on the same day so me and Lukey had a beer with, with that crew and then had dinner with them later on Anyway, they recommended a place to go called Mama Africa and me and Lukey went out there and ended up absolutely blind drunk like like terribly drunk it was just one of those nights that we just uh got carried away like we're too excited first night in like we just started drinking it was fun and we just ended up getting carried away it was awesome i had a great time had a great night but ended up home and i was crook as like i was throwing up sick as altitude sickness uh i believe that's what i put it down to because i don't throw up when i drink i never really drink to that point but it just i was i was just no good i was like over the edge we're drinking a drink called pisco sours which is their like local uh their local i suppose alcohol is pisco and pisco sours is like this mix of pisco with like egg whites and it's just this this cocktail type drink and it's really it was nice but like i think when you have however many we did uh you know in the, in the multiple figures of, of drinks that hits you pretty hard and ends up ends up throwing me over the edge anyway i end up sick so that was a that was a thing like i end up crook as from this this uh there was either the alcohol mixed with the altitude or it was the altitude anyway the next few nights i had um what they call altitude insomnia i couldn't sleep Right, and it's to do with. I thought it might have been just to do with jet lag, but I looked it up, and it's an actual thing. When you're in altitude, insomnia can come on you, and that's what happened to me. So I ended up on the uh, sleeping tablets to get to sleep for a few nights, and then after that, I was set, like I was good. I'd acclimatized pretty much pretty well to the uh, altitude. I'd um, I was sleeping pretty well. I was everything was pretty good, like it was all pretty sweet. Now back to the Inca Trail, right? I don't know how I got away from this. The reason I wanted to go to the Inca Trail is I'm fascinated. I've spoken about this on the podcast in the past. Fascinated with stuff that just doesn't make sense. Like the wonders of the world that could be made by humans. It could be made by, you know, another life form of some sort. Now, logical people will say you're a fucking weirdo, Matt. Like, aliens aren't, uh, aren't real. But some of the shit that I've seen in my travels would suggest that they potentially could be and that's what fascinates me so when I first found out about Machu Picchu and the Inca Trail I was just, just needed to do it like so I just really really wanted to do it now with that being said 
going over to Peru, there was so much other stuff. Like, the reason I think it was such a cool city, or a cool, cool country, is, like, we, we did the Inca Trail hike, amazing. Great, great experience. I'm not going to ruin it for anyone. I highly recommend people do it if it's something that you're into uh, but do it don't just catch the train up to Machu Picchu like I'd, I'd recommend doing the Inca Trail hike or one of the hikes around there my mate did the quarry hike and he loved that too um, but the Inca Trail hike's the original so that's that's the one I wanted to do and it's like super old super dodgy like there's the rocks and shit like it's you know the steps aren't, aren't, aren't perfect it's um but it was really really good and then uh from there we went to a place called Rainbow Mountain now Rainbow Mountain is a it's, it's really high altitude like the, the Rainbow Mountain Peak that we were at was 5,050 metres so you hike up to there it's about a 7 oh, it was about 8k all round hike um, but it's, it's basically all up it's elevation so we, we hiked up to 5,050 metres and at this point you really feel the altitude like it you just it just knocked me around a little bit it just slowed me down I should say she didn't knock me around it just slowed me down but it was, it was tough I felt it but um, the Rainbow Mountain that's, that's an amazing place as well so I um seeing the scenery around there was incredible there's all these like snow-capped mountains in the background there's like the rainbow mountain itself has um it's like it look, literally looks like a rainbow I'll put, when i get back on the instagrams i'll put some photos up but it's uh essentially the minerals in the sand like the, the you know there's like phosphorus and iron and sulfate and magnesium and all this stuff they cause different colors like reds and yellows and blues and greens and stuff like that which makes a rainbow type effect <coughs> and um that's just a mind-blowing thing to look at and it makes makes for some great photos and you do all that and from there we, we did another hike because me and uh, Luke were quite fit we had our own tour which was fucking awesome they gave us like a private car that had like reclining seats a blanket a pillow and it was just me and Lukey so we got to uh, we got to, to do this advanced hike that they threw on and it's just opened in March so like a month ago it just opened up and they call it Red Valley, so it's about a kilometre from Rainbow Mountain. And the same sort of altitude, it's 5,080 metres, it's a tiny bit higher. Um, and it's actually probably a harder hike than Rainbow Mountain, I thought, to get up there. But So we, we got to see that and then look over all these other mountainscapes. And it's just beautiful scenery. Like, and I'm, I'm not, like, super nature man. Like, I'm not this big nature guy who, who gets out in the bush every day or anything like that. But it's truly amazing. Like, it really was... Uh, it was really spectacular to, to see all that so we did that and that was amazing too so we, we, we've seen Inca Trail we've seen Machu Picchu we went out and partied hard in Cusco we went Rainbow Mountain um, did all that sort of stuff like we, we had a great time there and then we flew over to Lima which is the main city again so we just went there sort of like as a as a bit of a, a, a stopover point or a base point I suppose and we went out to a place called Hokachina I believe it's pronounced Hokachina and um, what that is it's like this little oasis in the middle of the desert that's what we, we caught a bus out to and then on the way there we went to a place called Paracas uh, which is like they call it poor man's Galapagos Island so we did like a boat cruise out on the, on the ocean this is fucking going from 3,300 in the mountains up, up to 5,000 in the mountains 5,000 metres above, uh, above sea level and then like two days later we're in the sea we're, we're driving around fucking islands in Paracas looking at sea lions it's like hundreds and hundreds of sea lions mating and yelling and fucking roaring and doing what they're doing all these different kinds of birds and penguins and shit everywhere like it was it was really really cool and then from there we caught the bus we, we went up to um Hokachino, which is that oasis in the middle of the desert so it's just all these desert sand dunes and they're quite big like there's some really really big ones out there and then there's like this oasis lake in the middle of it it's like a dam type thing 
<coughs> sorry, I got a bit of a cough going on from from all the from just I don't know from traveling. But um, out in this Hokkachina place, we stayed in this backpackers for the night because uh, we booked this accommodation. It was like fifteen bucks for the night, which is crazy. I haven't backpacked for a long time, so I was out of my depth a little bit. Like I, I needed my private room. I was looking forward to that and a good shower when I got home. I could tell you that, but. This um, this Hokkachina, we we got out on on these sand dune buggies and we're going up and down hills like smashing around, belting around, and it was so much fun, like such a cool cool day, such a cool experience. And we're doing these these sand dune buggies, we're like doing that, we're making stops, we've got sandboards, so we're going down sandboards on our stomachs. Um, I end up they they highly recommend not to, but both Luke and I are with our skateboarding background being fucking extreme skateboarders cool dudes we, we decided to skate like skate down or, or snowboard or sandboard down on our feet and um like that was a lot of fun like it's just really really cool it's not actually you don't go that fast so the video is super boring to watch of me sandboarding um, but it's a lot harder than it looks like yeah it's really hard to balance if you, if you dig a dig one part of the nose in like if you fall off i've never snowboarded so i'm assuming snowboarding similar if you're in like deep powder but that was awesome. Awesome experience. Heaps of fun. So we did that. Then that night we went out. We did the, the hostel party scene, which was a lot of fun. I was home a lot earlier than Lukey. I got uh, got in and, and had, a, had a bit of a sleep. I, I like to. I was getting home in Colin's Hill because of the time difference. So I was um, chatting to her before she went to bed. And it, it just worked out good time-wise. Like we're 15 hours behind. So I could, I could be out into the early hours and uh, get home, talk to Tal before I went to sleep. And, and that was a good way to finish the night. So we did that. And then... Um, the next night we went to a place called NASCAR, and this is one of the places that I was really, really excited for. So, NASCAR is a uh, another. It was like another city or another civilization, you could call it. And what they what they're known for is the NASCAR lines. Now, I'll put again. I'll post some photos when I'm back on the socials in a week or so when I when I feel like it. Um, but the NASCAR lines essentially they're like all over the shop there's all these different lines and they're of different things what they say they were made for was like as a, a prayer to the gods to get water because it's in the desert right so they're, they're trying to pray to the gods to get water it didn't really rain there that much so they're trying to claim this uh trying to get this water and it's like a as a gift to the gods and all these pictures is like pictures of a condor which is their main bird over there there's pictures of a hummingbird there's pictures of a spider a dog like a parrot trees fucking all this different different stuff and the one that weirded me out the most is this picture of like a human form or an alien type form. It looks literally like a um, like a spaceman, or they call it like a person, but it looks like a bit of a spaceman. It's like a round head. It looks like a kid's drawn this person, but it's into a rock and it's like massive. Like you can only see these things from the sky because they reckon most of them are like 30 to 80 kilometers long in terms of long and it's only like it's basically like this little ditch that they've dug so it's not that big if you imagine like scraping out a, a bit of a channel that's essentially what it, what they've done but they've just lasted they're, apparently they're 2,000 years old which is the mind-blowing part about it like why the fuck would they do this 2,000 years ago and if they are praying to the gods what gods are they praying to like this is 2,000 years ago it's not like they they had Bibles printed and stuff back then. So there's just a lot of unknown questions and it's really fascinating to me. Anyway, that's um, that was the last sort of spot we, we stopped at. It was the NASCAR lines. And then, then we're back to Lima and then we're back home from there. Now, why I'm sharing all this with you guys, it's not just just a brag or just to, to talk about Peru. Like it is an amazing place and I do think it needs to be spoken about a little bit more, but it's... um. 
it's 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 something that I see a lot across the people who I work with, the people I train, the people I, I just know, like friends, family, and everything like that. There's a lot of us that get caught up in life, right? We get caught up in in working, we get caught up in training, we get caught up in goals, we get caught up in houses, mortgages, all this sort of shit. Right? We actually forget to get out and do the things that we really actually want to do. Okay, like if you if you asked me what I want in my life, there's certain things that pop up in mind and, and certain things that are financial based that, that does require, you know, finances and and money and freedom in that area. There's certain things that I do want in my body. There's certain things that I do want in my relationships and growth and, and that sort of stuff, right? There's there's this connection across the board there. But the main things if you were to sort of, I suppose, uh, ask me, hey, look, what is it you actually want to do in your life? What do you want to see? Where do you want to go? The list isn't that big anymore, but it was, right? Like There was certain things on there that I was just fascinated with. Prue being one of them. I've made made the time to go there. Well, actually, tell maybe the time for me to go there, but she booked it in for me, and, and, I, and I went, and it was awesome. Now, a lot of you guys on the pod, listen to the podcast, a lot of you guys have, you know, it might be yourself, or it might be a friend or family member, that you get into, into the routine that life doesn't have to, you know, be that exciting or that different. It's just literally working for the house or working for the car or working for the money or like buying more shit, right? There's a certain time where you will find that you're underwhelmed with the the gratefulness and the, the results that that brings, right? You, you won't be that happy with the achievement of, of having a mortgage, right? You, you, you'll love it. You'll, you'll love having the house and it's fantastic. And I'm not saying don't do it. Like I highly recommend getting a house, like do it for sure. But at the same time, like that's not going to be a memory that you remember forever, right? If you have a place that you want to go, fucking go. If you have like something you want to see or somebody you want to meet or something you, you know, you want to learn or try out or play with, like do that shit do that shit that's what creates a life that makes you know makes for good stories makes for good memories makes for good uh good times basically just forever so i i know this is getting a little bit uh left to field but it's it's just something to consider like we don't have forever um and and that's the main reason i travel so much and and have traveled so much before we've uh chosen to settle down and, and have kids and stuff like that is my, my brother passed away like you guys a lot of you guys would know that my brother passed away when he's 17 years old right and um, it was one of the most traumatic things I've, I've ever been through in my life I'd say it is the more, most traumatic thing but in seeing that it made me realise that life isn't that long like at, at certain points like he was a, a fit and healthy 17 year old and he he dropped dead playing football like on, a, on an actual football field literally on the football field playing and when shit like that happens when you see that it puts a bit of perspective on life, right? When people are stressed out about, you know, their mortgage or fucking saving that next fucking 10 grand or whatever it is, like whatever that next target is, it's sort of, when, when you go through an experience like that, it sort of makes it irrelevant. It makes you go, fuck it, let's let's go. Let's do something different. Let's see something different. Let's play, play a cool game. Let's see, you know, see the things that we actually want to see because that's the sort of stuff that you can look back on in, in 10, 20, 30 years and be like, fuck man, you remember that? Remember that thing? Remember those alien lines that we seen? You know, remember that time we uh, went out in the desert and we were sandboarding? Like, that was heaps of fun, man. That was awesome. And it's, you know, 
it's not going to happen unless you make it happen is my point. So as I wrap this podcast up, guys, I've got to go do some training myself. I've got to get back into this and get back into shape. Uh, but where in your life aren't you taking action on the things that you actually want to take action on? What area? Is it body? Is it mind? Is it relationships? Is it business? Is it your fun? Like, where is it that you're actually avoiding doing the shit that you want to do? Now, part two to that, what action step can you take in the next 24 to 48 hours that starts leading you towards that target, starts leading you towards that action, start leading you towards that thing that you actually want to do, whatever it is. Like, don't don't listen to me, don't judge yourself for whatever whatever comes up to your head is, is, you know, is what you want. That's absolutely fine. Whatever you want is what you want. Now fucking get after it. All right, I hope that helps out in some way, guys. If you have any friends or family that need to hear this message of it, you think it will be beneficial to them in any way, please share it up. You can share it up on the Instagrams and your stories and all that sort of stuff. That'd be much appreciated. I really do appreciate it when people do that. It's the only way the podcast grows. Uh, And also, if you can, uh, you know, pass it on to somebody who you might think you know, might be interested in training or needs help in their in their you know in their journey just getting straight and getting fucking things happening so all right that's all i got for you guys today i know i'm a little bit stuttery today it's been a couple of weeks since i've done a podcast so i do apologize for that i'll be back as normal in the next few days but i'll talk to you all very very shortly i hope you all have a great day thanks for listening i appreciate you bye